This week on Ultra 64, we have a party. What kind? You'll just have to wait and, and, and find out. Or read the episode description. One of those. Toga, toga, toga. <laughs> Welcome to Ultra 64, the comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast, where we explore all things Nintendo 64. We try and make it as fun and wonderful, and dare I say, funderful as possible. Uh, we have a great time for you today. We have uh, uh, myself, my name is Steve Guntley, and I am here with my usual co-host. I'm Woody Suskowski. And we are also joined by three very special guests who came in to help us play this game. Let's uh, let's let's go around the room here. Introduce yeah, I'm, yourself. I'm Dan Reese. I'm a relative newbie at Nintendo 64. Uh, Rosie Crow, uh, Mario Party, oh shit, I just wrote it, no, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> in the title oh, okay. of the episode. Uh, I'm a big fan, just coming out as a big fan right now. And I'm Nicole Vitis, I, um, happen to be Steve's wife, so that's how I got involved in this. Just by coincidence. She, <laughs> she got roped in against her will. So, uh, as, as Rosie so indelicately put it, this week we played Mario Party. We played the very first Mario Party game, and uh, man, it was a humdinger. It was a real... Oh my god, why, why do I get email notifications in the middle of an episode? This is baby time malarkey. Uh, so yes, we had a great time. So a uh, little housekeeping at the top. Uh, we are five people sharing two microphones, and we are in a... As I, I'm sticking with Cavernous for the description of my All right, yeah. Game. In this mansion that we you are guys in this own. Cavernous... <laughs> Hey, we don't know they're, they're rumpus so. rumpus. <laughs> I don't know why we're checking. So everything is we, bouncing off of the pool table <laughs> and the hall of portraits. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I've got like a hall of mirrors, like in Tango and Cash, just like in I just the office. Like and heard, learned yeah. about that movie today. It's a that's great all. one. Oh my god! But anyway, so if you're hearing a little bit of uh, uh, echoiness, that's that's why that is. And, and I know a menagerie of animals. Yes, yeah. we have it. We have an animal in here jingling and chewing on a chewy right near the mic. So eventually we'll probably kick him out yeah, he's a Quantum jerk Quantum did not introduce himself but he was oh there's a cat <laughs> oh the cat's here too I didn't so. realize there was a cat <laughs> it's just a stick around for the it's, game it's just a whole thing it's a regular speak and spell in here mm-hmm. uh, so right off the bat let's get into a little bit of wait Steve that's not a speak and spell you're talking about the thing where it spins and they're like the is that cat, what that's not called that's not a speak and spell you don't spell what the cow says yeah the cow you're M-O-O yeah no, a no, speak and spell. It's was true that the cow says no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're doing but I think that a speak and spell is a device that has a keyboard where you you actually okay. Well, type what's in. what's the thing? What's the thing that spins around it's and it's an arrow and it's, a, it's not a speak and spell. Did they make a Nintendo sixty four game of that? <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll find out. Nintendo sixty four podcast. Yeah, there's probably a game like it. Okay, so let me get into a little bit of uh, what this game is and what we're playing, a little bit of housekeeping Wait, stuff. Wait, what game did we play against, Steve? I already forgot. We played Mario Partey. Okay. Partey. So this game was released December 18th, 1998 in Japan. That would have been my 15th birthday. And uh, in uh, on February 8th, 1999, here in North America. 
It was developed by Hudson Soft, uh, and it was published by Nintendo. Hudson Soft, of course, is best known for the Bomberman games, I think, probably, right? We would say that's probably what they're best known for. Did they do uh, Bonk and Bonk. Oh, oh, they Bonk? Oh, oh, yeah, they did yeah. Bonk. And Adventure okay. Island. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're, they're, they got some credit. Harvest Moon, no? That was Natsumi. Oh, excuse yeah. me. So, wow. kick yeah. me off the podcast. <laughs> it's okay. Yes. So what does develop by mean, Steve? Does Nintendo usually develop their own games? Generally, they do. Uh, Nintendo usually does all their own properties in-house, and they just kind of oversee every element of it. This was kind of unusual because they were farming out their team to, or they're farming out their games to an outside team, uh, the Hudsonsoft, and they were making a new kind of game. This is like a board game style party game, which was pretty new. Uh, at the time, and now it's pretty ubiquitous. And it was ubiquitous because this game was a big, big, big hit. Uh, this is the 16th highest-selling Nintendo 64 game, uh, sold about 2 million copies. It's the top-selling game in the series for the Nintendo 64, and it's the fourth-highest-grossing series uh, title in the series overall. Uh, it spawned nine main series sequels, so there's Mario Party wow. 1 through 10 at this point. And uh, there's five spin-off games on handheld platforms, including one that's just coming out this month on the 3DS. And it also spawned pretty much an entire genre of rip-offs. So you get things like there's a South Park version of this called mm -hmm. Chef's Love Shack. There's a Sonic version called Sonic Shuffle. Animal Crossing has an Amiibo Festival. There's one from Shrek. Beloved the Xbox game, Fusion Frenzy. Fusion Frenzy. Which they keep adding backwards compatibility for the new Xboxes. That's the first game that they add. For it's Fusion all the, Frenzy. all the Fuse because, heads out there. people really love it? Or? <laughs> no. it, 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 it was, it's, I think it's very simple to emulate. Sure, sure. Um, so my... Before we even talk about the game, I have to talk about my favorite little bit of trivia I was able to find about... Mario Party 1. There is actually something to say about this game as opposed to our previous titles. Um, there was a rather large, uh, well not rather large, but there was a, there was a lawsuit, a potentially damaging Ooh. lawsuit surrounding this game. Uh, so in around 2000, more than 100 parents threatened a class action lawsuit uh, against Nintendo because their children were getting second degree burns on the palms of their <laughs> hands from those rotating oh. <laughs> games. Uh, so they, they were they were burning the shit out of their hands. Second degree? They were getting second degree burned. <laughs> Is that where your skin starts to slough off? Yes. What's the, uh, what's the boundary between first and second? Medical like murder where Medical first is better and second the, is the worse? Amount of, yeah, yeah so... First is the worst. First is worse. It's the amount of... It goes down into your skin, like the levels of your skin. So if it goes all the way down to your bone, it's really bad. Oh, okay. so we're a step off of bone level. I, I remember <laughs> that. Uh, I believe I saw like a advertisement in um, Nintendo Power that's like, "Are you playing Mario Party? Send in for a free glove." Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's what I, I was going to get into. Yeah. Okay, so the 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 lawsuit uh, was brought before uh, now infamous New York Attorney General Elliot Spitzer, uh, oh, who was wow. uh, we remember from the prostitution scandal mm -hmm. a couple years ago. Uh, and he was settled. Interstate prostitution. Interstate <laughs> prostitution. He went to Joyzy. Uh, and he. I think she came to him. Did she? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I wasn't there. Don't look at me like that. I wasn't there. Uh, so this was settled out of court in 2002. Uh, so a spokeswoman for Elliot Spitzer claimed that one parent reported needing a tetanus shot for their kids, and another was claiming that the child got second degree burns on the palms of their hands after playing for as little as 15 minutes. 
So they were really jamming on that analog stick. Wow. So uh, as a condition of the settlement, Nintendo had to provide up to four pairs of protective gloves uh, for anybody, any family that requested them. And there was a hotline that people had to call to provide like these elaborate uh, proof of purchase requirements. Uh, I did call the hotline, and it's not there. It's been eliminated. Uh, it's just yeah, it's just uh, a message so saying thank you for I calling Nintendo. So we're just you didn't provide us protective gear. <laughs> no, nor make us sign liability waivers. That's what I was gonna say. It's like this has become my new like most wanted accessory. Yeah. Oh, well, wow. and we were playing with off-brand controllers as well. You were. Like, is so it more or less likely that we're going to get burned. They've been made softer, yeah. But uh, basically, the, the the rotate the stick quickly uh, mini games were basically discontinued after Mario Party Two uh, because of this. But they kind of dodged a bullet with this because, given the sales for this game, uh, this settlement could have cost Nintendo around eighty million dollars uh, if everybody who bought the game had decided to partake in this. Uh, but only about a hundred customers ever joined in on the of suit. Course. And only, and even fewer than that, actually cashed in on their gloves. So that's why I so really want gloves these gloves. Super rare now. Like they're I'm, super rare. I can't oh. find them even on eBay, but uh, I really want some of those gloves. Listeners, send Steve <laughs> <laughs> new content. I'm gonna give <laughs> your gloves. I'm gonna give my email address at the end of this. Just send it to that. Just <laughs> put it in your computer <laughs> scanner. Scan it in and email the gloves. Force it through your screen. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into Mario Party, Woo! the game, the experience that we had today. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I decided to sit back and just kind of uh, play the overlord slash referee over this and let my four little puppets dance for me. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, so each of our contestants, we had four contestants going up against each other in this board game style party game. So the format for Mario Party, for those who aren't familiar, you roll a dice, you move around the board, uh, at the end of each four players turn you play a mini game and it'll di divide it up depending on where you land so it's either four on four three on one two on two uh and actually i don't think we played any two on two games this i think we played one, one. We played the basketball. one. Oh, yeah. basketball that's it okay we played one um I think so, you skipped past the, the narrative, the overarching no. narrative. Oh, I'm getting oh, yeah. there. I'm getting there. Okay. okay. Uh, there's, it's important. there's an important story being told. There's an important story. Oh, well, well why don't you go ahead? Yeah, tell, tell, us, tell us a little bit about oh, the Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't remember. It's real important. Uh, Mario and some other characters who are presented as his good friends, but some, like include Donkey Kong and Wario. I think he and Donkey Kong have buried the hatchet in some. But him and Mario are definitely. I mean, but back from Mario's days as Jumpman, like they were antagonists. No, they were, but then like Mario enslaved him, and his son had to go rescue him. That was a really dark chapter. When did that happen? That happened in Donkey Kong Junior. Oh my! Yeah, Mario was the bad guy. They flipped the switch on him. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know about that dark history. I was going through a divorce. I wasn't thinking straight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I guess um, I, I I don't remember they they were they were arguing over who's the best. They're hanging yeah. out at a park arguing then, about who's the best. Um, yeah, Donkey Don yeah. Kong yeah. and Wario do some sort of macho posturing yeah. and like kind of. Because first they say that strength yeah. is the best. Yeah. yeah. Well, do they actually have arguments or were they just the sprites were we, just kind of? We kind of spaced out in the middle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. It's a very paper thin frame. So story anyway, takes they they leave it to Toad, so yeah. the loved character Toad, mm-hmm. to decide once and for all. Scooter of the Mario universe. Who's yes. a superstar of is of the group, and Toad decides the best way to solve it is for them to all go on a competitive adventure to play um, a boring board game. Yeah, the board game aspect <laughs> Where, is, is super boring. It's it's just it's it's like sub Candyland level complexity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. There are slightly more choices to be made than in Candyland, but... Um, and, and it's all just random bullshit. <laughs> Candyland's a good example because we did play on a giant birthday cake. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was our... Like, well, I was going to say this was our first mistake, but I think our first mistake was playing Mario Party. Um, I think our second mistake was choosing the birthday cake level. I think we all agreed it seemed like the most fun. But it was even... The, so they had them rated by difficulty, and birthday cake was, like, two-star difficulty. Yeah. So, like... You saying what, it was... What was one-star difficulty? Oh, because, like, in terms of simplicity? Yeah, because the birthday cake, uh, to explain, is just a big circle. There's, like, one area where you can get sent to, like, ba- Bowser cake uh, area. Yeah, he's which got a little sub-cake. Woody got sent oh, to yeah. many times. We'll get, we'll get there. Um, we'll get there. But, like, there was no, like, direction choosing or anything. In the other... Uh, sorry, on the other maps, they're not, like, you can do different choices. You can pre- perhaps choose left or right. Oh. <laughs> oh. Really? Maybe really that's I don't want to play more, but uh, <laughs> if I going to play more, I'd be intrigued to find out. Well, maybe in the sequel, Stan. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um... Stay tuned. Yeah, exactly. Yes. They're upcoming. So I, I don't I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here, but I want to describe my my first four turn five turns of Mario Party. Really? Well, uh, first let's let's okay. establish. Oh, sorry. We have to establish our competitors here, oh, and I've given sure. you all very catchy nicknames. You're going to be very excited oh, about oh this. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, Woody was playing as Luigi or the Green Machine. Oh, <laughs> oh. you like that? Yeah. Rosie was Peach. The Princess of Pain. <laughs> That's, yep, accurate. Nicole was Donkey Kong, the ape who likes to vape. <laughs> because oh, I no. couldn't think of anything better, right? I thought, was it like grapes? It's a healthier choice than just smoking, I guess. And we were, we <laughs> I mean, were just looking at pictures of smoking. That, yeah. That's true. <laughs> and finally, Dan played Yoshi, the dinosaur, who was never minus whores. <laughs> <laughs> Because because the, the, the ladies they love Yosh. Yeah, God. because I earned so many coins to pay them off. <laughs> yeah, but he really didn't. I did. So I did. I was minus many horse. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, we did. Yes, like we said, we chose Birthday Cake Island. Each ru- each board has its own kind of little set of sub rules and little things you can do. So this one part of it was you can buy strawberries. To put on the cake, is that right? Yeah, yeah. They were, strawberries, but they're, they're just piranha plants. Piranha plants, so it's a very poor strawberry, I would say. Not, <laughs> not delicious. <laughs> yeah. Bite into the peach's birthday cake, and the cake—it's the cake that bites back. Indeed, yeah. So, but okay, but canonically, um, I love using that word to, for any uh, nerd discussion. All right, so from based on the Super Mario Brothers movie, yep. everything takes place in this weird Ooh. post-apocalyptic future. Yeah, one of my favorite movies. Yep. So, is it possible that piranha plants evolved from modern strawberries? Oh, and, uh, I mean, if a humanoid can be evolved from mushrooms, then why not? Yeah, there's yeah. no, there's actually no piranha plants in. Um, I was going to say the Mario Party movie. In the Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it's yet to get made. Uh, um, no, there is no 
Yes. <laughs> There's no uh, piranha plants in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, so I think I think we can make make that assumption now. That I, I don't remember what your question was, but Me the neither. answer is yes. Bunch of nonsense. <laughs> bunch of nonsense questions. All right, so let's let's get this game actually started. So very first roll for for Woody. Uh, Bowser came and took all of your coins. Yep, that's right. <laughs> like immediately. And it was a random block. It was I a rolled random a two, hidden and block. And then a hidden block, Bowser shows up for no reason and steals all my coins. So that it was my first part of the coins. game. Really established a pattern between him <laughs> and Bowser. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and for... The, okay, so there are, there are a couple different icons on the board. There's blue tokens, which give you three coins, red tokens, which take away three coins, and then green question marks that do which? something random. And for fully half the game, the green question marks did nothing. Mm-hmm. Not a damn thing. Every time you land on it, it just says, "Oh, it doesn't seem to. Nothing seems to be happening." Is that yeah, accurate? Yeah. Did I miss really, anything on yeah, that? Yeah. No. And yeah. there's yeah. also uh, <laughs> these chance spaces where, when you land, they have a uh, sort of roulette squares that will uh, flip to send stars or coins from one player to another. Those will yes. become important the, later. No, they were dude, never. They were never. Dude, were, <laughs> dude what? What? They, they were, there was a time that I masterfully stole That's true. At one, at one point, you. Rosie did Babe Ruth it and claim that she was going to take <laughs> oh, yeah. coins from me, and despite these very quickly spinning blocks, Timed she it succeeded. Perfectly. Yeah. With her incredible skills. Yeah, so incredible. it's really a moral victory. That's true, and she got ten coins, which had no impact on the game at all. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, what was the first minigame? Do you guys remember what the first one you played was? Oh. Oh, the digging one. The oh, digging yeah. one. Yeah. Where okay. you press yes. A to dig. It was buried, buried treasure, and that was one you played a couple times. Yeah, just straight up button mashing, jamming on the A button, and moving your analog stick around. Um, and it's so there's I think I think I read 53 unique mini games in this first yeah. game, and that there, there tends to be about 50 or so unique games. It seems like Mario we maybe played ten. There were maybe we had a twenty-round game, and yeah. definitely we played quite a bit of duplicates. I I marked that down. You played oh. uh, Thank you, game three master. games more than once. Uh, the coin block bash you played three times in itself. It so was terrible. It was terrible every time. Yeah. You know, despite there being so many different mini games, they're all, they're all I mean the pretty much variations. They they at most use. Three buttons, I guess, when you yeah. jump and jump they and drop. They definitely seem like and minimal mo- input. They're mostly run design. and get the coins that are going around. I kind of there's like a hundred buttons on the N64 controller. <laughs> Approximately one. They were really limiting that. The the weird alien fruit that is the N64 controller. <laughs> All right, so correct me if I'm wrong. It seemed like uh, just from watching you guys play, it seemed like the moment you kind of got a hang of what you were supposed to do in the mini game, it was over. Yes. Yeah. Is that all right? Yes. Yeah. 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 It just yeah. Uh, especially the, there was one where you're uh, conducting an orchestra and oh the other God. players that one are terrible. Uh, playing instruments, and I think I got the hang of it, like at like as it was telling us that I had lost. Yeah. 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 Very, just, I was conducting, and I did not know what I was doing. Does not give you very clear input In, on when you do it right. Yeah. In later Mario parties, they would have like a practice mode. Yeah. Which was a good idea. Um, where you could, like, play once, just to, so people know what's going on. Yeah, despite how much Mario Party as a whole sucks, um, it, it, there, there's, they made a lot of improvements from this game yeah. in later ones. There's, and, I think there's a perfect example of kind of the shoddy, uh, game development right in this very level. Okay, so, uh, I think maybe four or five squares away, so you, you're supposed to circle around the board, and find Toad, and every time you find him, you pay him 20 
coins and you get a star. And the, theoretically, the person with the most stars at the end of the game is the winner. So about five squares before Toad, yes. there's this little Goomba guy. And he, you have to stop at him. You don't have a choice. And you have to pay him ten coins. No choice, once again. And he gives you one of four seeds. And three of them will let you go, keep going to Toad. One of them will make you go to Bowser. Uh, but the problem is he's, he's taking your coins yeah. always right before you get to the star. Yeah. So it was probably a full three or four rotations around the board before anybody even had enough. We, were, we were halfway the through the game before anyone yeah. had a star. Yeah. Like, that was just kind of ridiculous. Like, there's this mandatory thing you have to do. It never moves. It never changes. No. And it well, doesn't matter if you win it, because winning it is actually losing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is that, um, this is a little arcane. So the, 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 the Goomba, if he sends you off to the Bowser, uh... Island? Uh, Bowser cake. They have a little Mini Bowser cake. area. Yeah. Uh, floating the in a trace same, the other th- seeds that you didn't pick are available. You still have to pick them, even though you know that they're oh, not the right. Bowser. Uh-huh. And you still uh, have to pay ten dollars. You still have to pay coins. for the privilege of not. I think this is a big thing in Mario Party in general that really annoys me, among many other things, is the way that there's always a cutscene for <laughs> yeah. everything, even if it doesn't involve you. Like if yeah. someone has already picked the bad seed let's say Dan already has picked the bad seed, and then I land there on that space, the Goomba still comes up, explains the rules, and yes. I have to pick a seed from the remaining ones, even though I know they're all going to be good. So it's the same uh, little it thing. There's like, no drama in that. <laughs> no, <laughs> it takes like 30 seconds of the screen going dark, coming back up, watching the cutscene, me picking, and I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. That I, and it's, no, the same, it's the same for the squares where one person will steal items from another. Mm-hmm. You'll have like, a star get transferred, but no one has any stars. Yeah. Then you have to stop both of the icons, have the two characters come up, and yeah. then exclaim, yeah. oh, look, no one has a star. I guess nothing happens. And it's like, well, why did we go all through all that yeah. game? Yeah. Um, and then to branch off into the, the question marks, we finally realized if you stop on a question mark with at least 30 coins... Uh, Goomba will come up and offer to plant a piranha plant there for you, which yeah. will, says it's a strawberry. Yeah, which and will the, steal a star if someone and give it to you if someone lands there later. Which never which happened. Never happened. It's never a happened. very many plants for planting. Very poor investment of thirty coins. Yeah. Uh, well, and I think again, you got sent to the Bowser cake yeah. four or five times. I want to go over my <laughs> I want to go over my first turns real quick. <laughs> I randomly hit Bowser in the first block, and he took all my coins. Then I got the Bowser seed and went to Bowser Island, where he took all of my coins. And then it goes, takes you right back to the Bowser seed, where I got the Bowser seed again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he took all of my coins. And then I got a poison mushroom and missed my next turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a fun game. What a fun game. <laughs> but I'll, and I realized watching, it's like, okay, so you, you hit the Bowser once, mm-hmm. took your 20 coins. The next time you come around, you didn't have any coins. Yeah. So he gave you 20 coins. Yeah. So basically the rules mean nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is bullshit and none of it matters. Yeah. This, is, this so, is the heart of Mario Party. Yes. But can I just talk about how much I loved this yeah, game no, as a kid? Let's, like, let's branch off here and do a little Rosie Crow interlude. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a little, yeah, you've a got a wonderful story. Well, it's not that exciting. But I mean, I first of all, getting the N64 period was like a thrilling moment. Like the Christmas we got that. And we had, I think, Cruisin' USA, right? Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, just so thrilling. Um, 
And we got the Mario Party game and we were going on vacation, uh-huh. uh, me and my brother, and we brought the N64 with us so that we could hook it up to hotel room TVs. We only had one controller, so we took turns, not even playing the mini games. Like we, it would just be like I would sit by myself and play a twenty-turn round of Mario. Against three computers. Against three computers, and I was so happy. Like I thought that was really fun. Now I just. Well, uh, I definitely. I mean, I played quite a bit of Mario Party. I definitely Mm -hmm. remember playing it and. with friends and having a fine time. It's just every time I go back and play Mario Party, I am baffled yeah. at how I'll be interested to happy see it is. What's the last Mario Party that came out on the N64? Three. Three. Yeah. Okay, well, two was awesome because they were cute outfits, so nothing more to say there. Uh, but is there any innovation in three? Well, I guess we'll find I out when we get well, there. I'm very I don't know excited to hear. All, all I know about three is that it's the hardest to find and tends to be the most expensive. Because did it come out exactly? Like, I do. Okay. Yes. Um, Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I've, got, <laughs> of course, I've, got really. I've got almost everything. Um, but... And and I from what I understand it's a pretty good one, but it was also the lowest. It was it's still one of the best selling games for the system, but it's one of the lowest selling of that series. I mean, a pretty good one in the Mario Party canon. In the Mario, a pretty good is, is pretty thing. relative. Uh, yeah, yeah. My I, I think I I have some experience with this. I I don't think I've ever actually played this one, but I had Mario Party five for the GameCube, mm-hmm. and I remember that very vividly because I was in college and uh, me and my friends liked to play it, and I I remember playing once with a friend. And we got really drunk uh, on vodka because we were doing shots every time we lost a mini game or something. <laughs> okay, sure. Then it increasingly escalated from there. And then uh, the night culminated in she and I doing a butt stomp on our futon oh. and oh. breaking it. <laughs> yeah, that's shatter it. Futons are not made to last. Yeah. And when you butt stomp on them, you know. It's you, not a good idea. Or hip drop, to use hip the Nintendo. Hip drop, to use the Nintendo. Well, and that, I mean... Were you surprised? That's it's an extremely effective attack in the game. Yeah, <laughs> they were probably surprised because they're they were not thinking clearly. <laughs> <laughs> now, if, if I recall, I think I made you play one one game in the series once, and I think we both rage quit. Mm. <laughs> I don't I know. I mean, I I played Mario Party. I've just never played it on this system. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you didn't have the system like growing up, did you? No, I did. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're a noob. You're a noob. Yep. Yeah. I've definitely played one game of Mario Party before this game. Okay. Uh, it was also, in addition to my first game of Mario Party, it was my first game that I played as an adult at a grown-up person's party where somebody was like, let's play Nintendo. Yes. Which was a weird thing for me because there were like maybe 25 people there and you're playing, you like it's an event that really only involves, I think there were four people for mm-hmm. it. was the GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason I, I became one of the people playing it. Uh, I lost all the mini games and won the game at the end <laughs> due to some sort of um, some bullshit reason. Ridiculous. I, I think. The, I mean. I, I think this is part of the the Mario Party is baked into the cake uh, that things just sort of happen at the end of the game that kind of overturn everything that's happened previously. Yes. And there's no way to predict who will win. And that's. Yeah, that's the most frustrating, most agonizing thing. But but the, even throughout the game, it's going to be shifting a lot. Now, Dan, you started off very strong. You were rolling all tens. And you were getting, you had the so highest coin I, count. And this is, I was beginning. trying to figure out is it actually better to roll higher because of this situation where you have to have a lot of money once you hit that Goomba. It's fair. Wouldn't it be better to just slow roll it? Yeah. Well, you I do think get it. Is. 
You do get a bonus for going past go, a Monopoly style okay. 10 and points. Certain, but. And certain rules earn you coins? We never we like, never figured that out. Or was yeah. that because this game had been played before and certain yes, things? Yes, I believe there were some played. items turned on that we were not aware of when yeah, we this, started. This, this was a used copy and I didn't clear out the data. We you didn't get a brand new inbox copy, Steve. <laughs> you know, you know, I tried. Uh, I time traveled. Yeah, no. You can still buy those you on can, Amazon. Yeah, they just cost a lot. I just make up some exorbitant price to yeah. sell their new uh, copy of. I, I have a handful of games that are complete in box, but generally I'm not targeting that because they're crazy expensive. Yep. Yep. So that's not what we like to spend our money. On. That is not. <laughs> so uh, where did we leave? Okay, so we're still circling there. Uh, yeah, does anybody around. have like? Did anybody have a mini game that they liked? I kind of like the digging one. You like the digging I one? Just, okay. I just, I like, I like button mashing. I remember mini games in this game that I do like. I think that the bumper balls game where you just kind of run oh, into yeah. people and knock them off the island one. is a classic Mario Party mini game. Okay. But I don't think, the one where uh, Toad raised the flag and we got to that color mushroom was okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I fell off immediately. Yeah, well that's Immediately. Yeah. Thank you for concurring that I just really wanted to emphasize how quickly I didn't even get the first time. But I mean, like that one was like it was pretty simple, but like you also could not it was it was easy to understand how it worked. Yeah. Um, Yeah, And it was fairly exciting. Um if fairly. Um but I was the only one that we played that I was like, Yeah, I would play that again. Then, I, I don't think any of them lasted longer than 10 seconds. Uh, the racing one, where you're like going oh, around a little, little racetrack, and like the whole mm. mechanic is it like go fast, but not too fast. Uh, yeah. The mechanic is just tilt the stick slightly. Like That's yeah. how that works. Yeah. Yeah. It requires a level of precision that the system wasn't really capable of yeah. at that point. Yeah. I did appreciate how Woody got a new time of 30 seconds, and the previous record was 2 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. What was going on during that game? <laughs> just People just were just stressing it as hard as possible. Yeah. They kept spinning well, out every or two no, seconds. And the animations were fun on that one because they, they made the head so big that... They were bigger than the car. It basically, they had replaced your entire body with a car. So yeah. I don't... Maybe it's a thing, like, in a lot of old arcade games, they would have sort of default high scores or mm. fastest times yeah. programming that were absurdly terrible. So you mm-hmm. would beat them and they'd be like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was probably it, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, none of them really, like, blew me away. They didn't look like, I mean, and I feel like just the shortness of it, I I get for the flow of the game, you want to keep it going, but I also feel like this is the point of the game. You don't want to, you're spending all this time slowly walking around this board. (laughs) Yeah, that is really boring. So you can play these minigames, and then they're just over. I feel like we as players think that this is the point of the game, and certainly minigames are what are fun about, quote-unquote, fun about Mario Party, (laughs) but I don't think... You know, I don't think the developers are aware. I feel like the developers feel like the point of the game is the board game part. You're going around and stuff is happening. Because I would say that's probably, what, this probably took us half an hour, an hour to play this game. Yeah, Um, it was about an hour. I would say it's probably 50 minutes of, you know, going around the board and having Goomba offered to plant a piranha plant (laughs) or getting sent to Bowser's Island. And maybe about half of those events were things where there was no choice involved. And then 
there was probably, you know, five minutes of minigame being pl- actually played. Because, yeah, they're about 30-second long minigames. Yeah. So. And maybe as a kid, though, I remember, like... If that is interesting looking graphics to yeah. you, or you're like, oh, look, it's a cake, or it's a. I, what are the other levels? Like a pirate ship? Yeah. But just, no, again, you're thinking Mario Party 2. Okay, I'm thinking of my but, beloved um, Mario Party 2. No, yeah, to just go around, I mean, it's not a very big map, and just to go around it constantly, no, there's bad. no. Uh, I mean, you as, an, as a board game consumer. Yeah. My, no, I that's mean, a bad. That's a bad board game. It's, it's right amazing there. how how badly the board game elements of this game. Yeah. Fair. Um, there's just no no strategy on anything. No. And this is one of those uh, this this board game party thing. I feel like the imitators have done it better. Mm. This is one, I, and I could be totally wrong. How I think many I mentioned board game last week. party games are you playing, Steve? <laughs> well, no, there there are others. I mean, they were kind of hard to avoid if you were like, yeah. playing games around this time, and everybody like this was kind of a big like trend for a little while. So, so I mean, Switch has. the Switch has some, yeah, yeah. yeah. This and is, like this is something I, I was thinking about. Uh, you mentioned that this was kind of the first of this series, mm. but I mean. I played on the Apple II a game called <laughs> Archon. Oh, that's a Archon. great game. Oh set up more or less like a chess board, okay. and then you move little, you move your figures around, and then when you instead of on in chess where you just capture a piece when you land on their square, you fight. Yeah. <laughs> and each, you know, your 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 little uh, your little club men fight differently than the banshee fights. And, uh-huh. So it, it's a similar sort of a model where you have a strategy level and you have uh, like little mini games, but in this case the mini games just a, a warfare tactical whatever. Uh, but I mean it's a similar concept, but yeah. but not. Um, I mean it didn't have the, the, the. But good, like Archon is a good game. Yeah, Archon, okay. yeah. similar concept, but good. I certainly would rather play Archon. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, uh, you know, Nintendo were going for maybe a different thing. They wanted a little more approachable for younger people. Yeah. Well, they've and, always had a kids. They've got this kind of candy color thing that they're doing. Um, but, yeah, like, the, the the strategy level of it is there's nothing. I think the only yeah, choice that you make in the game that we played, besides the mini games, is buying a piranha plant. Yes. <laughs> Which is just a bad choice. But that's the only well, choice. Well, it might have really been make. a good choice if we were playing a longer game where that's people yeah. went around the board more. But playing a longer but game that's is also terrible. a bad choice. Yeah. Well, yeah. And see, to me, it seemed like they encouraged you to buy those. Like because, there was going to be like, a reward. Yeah, like there would be a reward for whoever mm. had the most, but then that didn't actually happen. That's true. Know? Yeah, the at the beginning of the game, the little to- was it the Toad Man who sets up the no Koopa, the Koopa Troopa, who's also your friend because in Mario Party everybody's friends except for Koopas, mm-hmm. and he makes it seem like you want to decorate the cake with lots of these strawberries, which is a total fake out because they're piranha plants, and then. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah. affect. The well, game another at all. thing, they also give you a choice, and this is true. I think at all Mario Party games, they give you a choice of whether or not you want to buy a star. Even those stars are how you win. Yeah. And the whole point of the game, if you get twenty coins, you go. No, I don't want to buy a star. Yeah. And just but you have to play the lottery. It just, it yeah. just sets up a lot of anxiety. <laughs> or like I'm gonna have a hand twitch at the wrong moment. Just go no, and then be like no. <laughs> that would really be a cruel twist if they reversed it. So the default was no. Oh, yeah. That was. Gosh. 
that I always, I'm sure I'll bring this up when we uh, talk about Zelda, but that was my favorite thing in the Zelda games is the owl that talks to oh, you constantly. Oh, and then you after he talks room. to you, he's like, do you want me to repeat that? And the default is yes. Yes. And like, oh. skip, skip, skip. And then he's but like, then yes. He one, the, yeah. <laughs> and then he'll just start talking again. I think I never album. read, I never actually read that, and I went through it like four times. Yeah. Like, why does he keep talking? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So eventually... Three of you got stars. So you were ev- ev- able to eventually get past. I'm not digging on you, Dan. <laughs> I, <swear. laughs> I thought you were going to leave it at the end. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you immediately. No, because it's going to matter later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, so uh, eventually that happened. And then uh, when we get to the last five rounds, a little Koopa comes out and he changes up the rules a little bit. Um, he actually trots everybody out and tells us who he thinks will win yes. yeah, which great. I feel like is unprofessional as a referee <laughs> yeah, yeah like you're supposed to be like a like an impassive observer neutral and he just comes out and says oh man he's gonna win Steve what is the difference between the word passive and impassive uh, the I am at the beginning of it <laughs> is yeah. impassive a yeah. word uh, is inflammable a word inflammable is <laughs> but what about inflammable? I know inflammable and flammable are total synonyms, but inflammable is the word, is just, the word made I up just made up. <laughs> oh my God. I'm trying to add IMs to the beginnings of things lately. It's okay. impressive. When I oh. All right, let's pretend this never happened. <laughs> this is how I'm going to react to people uh, criticizing my grammar, which is bad because I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so um, we get very judged. We feel very judgy. Well, I yeah, my character was flattened at one point by he was by gonna the face failure. He was gonna predict that Luigi was gonna win. He predicted let's that Luigi was gonna it. win. Yeah. Let's so say it. so we get all right. Let's let's just get to our end game here. So uh, we finally get to the winners. Uh, Luigi, uh, Peach, and Donkey Kong all had one star each, and so they got recognized for it. Uh, then they acknowledged who had the most coins, and this was Donkey Kong. So Donkey Kong really is, is kicking butt, is in first place here. So yeah. we're yes. all tied with one yeah. one star, and mm-hmm. Donkey Kong has the most coins. So it sounds like Nicole must win, right? Obviously, she has clinched it. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> There's bonus points, and this is the thing I absolutely <laughs> loathe about Mario Party. But is the most Mario Party... It's their defining they, thing their at this signature. point. It's still happening, I can only imagine. I think the last oh, one is. I played was like seven or eight. Oh, it is. But it's, it's been their thing for so long. So the, to- come, or the Koopa or whoever comes out and uh, offers up three bonus points. So you get one for um, Coinstar, for the, one, the person who collected the most coins throughout the game. That went to Luigi. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most minigame wins... That means that that's obviously that means the person who won the most mini games. No, it's the most coins in mini games. Yeah, is the most coins in mini? I thought it was the person. Yeah, because yeah. there's like okay. a lot of weird. Yeah, because like, you, you're not, not always really... just gonna win or lose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that went to Luigi as well, which is a little uh, unfair. In the I sense feel like that there's gonna be a lot of costs over there. Yeah. Most coins that you get are from the mini games. Yeah. So if you win the most mini games coins yeah. in there, you're gonna have the most coins. So yeah. basically, I got two stars. That's very gracious of you to take the stars, but still to. Yeah. Observe that it's not. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have a choice. Yeah, Mario Party, he did I, have I, a choice. Yeah. I think if you press C up, it's the uh, magnanimously conceived <laughs> yeah. button. Uh, it's a like, special demand. But I guess I have to accept it. Uh, and the, the third bonus star was for uh, the happening star. So that's the person who lands on the most green question mark buttons. <laughs> and that one went to Yoshi. So I really do think that there is like some programming in the game where they're finding the biggest loser 
and just they've got a bank of, of different things that may apply, and they just apply. To they find they a way gave to me a constellation star. I think in the yeah. first, uh, I, I, it'll just be a random one. Nice honestly, I think it's good game design yeah. to, to you know let me say face a little bit. <laughs> oh, I was playing for the biggest happening. That was my goal. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, you were yeah, targeting obviously. those random spots with your amazing dice rolling skills. That's right. With my blockbusting. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. So our our very first uh, Mario Party champion is Woody Siskowski. Congratulations, everybody! Um, um, hopefully, hard. I can convince the same crew to come back for Mario Party Two. And oh and my God! Please, please to come back. Can, that is going. Yes. I mean, if I, that is my most. Most favorite well, tell me, Mario Party. Tell me this: Will will they be wearing fun outfits? Oh, oh I've I've heard from a little birdie, a crow, perhaps. A crow that, uh, uh, that there might be customized. You get you get ten free coins if you come to the podcast in costume. <laughs> yes. Oh, good. What can I redeem my coins for? Nothing. <laughs> they're worthless at the end of the game. Yeah, we've we've established these two costumes and visual gags that really play well on the podcast. <laughs> on the podcast. They, they really yeah. nail it. The other thing I always enjoy about the Mario Party ending. is... Is they have the the sort of drum roll and the star going around like, like you weren't paying whoa. attention. Yes. When you can't add one and two <laughs> to realize that I have the most stars. Yeah, it's always they do, they do that throughout all yeah. the games. Like they almost get more elaborate. They're like, "What's gonna happen?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. All right, well, we come to the all important rankings, the ongoing rankings of what is the best Nintendo 64 game that we have played so far. So just a refresher for everybody, since we only have three games, it's easy enough to do. Right now, Woody and I are both aligned. Right now, the best game on the system is Fighter Destiny 2. Second best game on the system is Fighter's Destiny. And the third best game on the Nintendo 64 is Space Invaders. We have a one-to-one list. Woody, where would you put Mario Party on this list? Well, Mario Party, like I said, I'm always befuddled by how crappy of a game Mario Party is. Um, how, just how clumsy, why there's so many cutscenes, why it takes so long to get anywhere, and you know how crappy a lot of the minigames are. Um, with that said, it is still a four-player game. Mm-hmm. And I had fun playing it because it's fun to play four-player games with with my friends. Um so, you know what? I'm going to put it I'm going to I'm going to put it ahead of Fighter Fighter's Destiny and under Fighter's Fighter Destiny 2. Okay. Um, so that is your number 2 game on the system. Right yeah. Now. Okay. Um cuz Fighter's Fighter Destiny 2 was, you know, it was a well-designed game, but I probably would have more fun playing Mario Party. Fair enough. Um, okay. Even though I acknowledge the suckiness of Mario Party. I I think I kind of have to go along the same lines, but I'm actually giving it the number one spot of this Whoa. list. Whoa. And just because... Uh, yeah, well, you didn't have to play it. I didn't Steve. have to play it. I've played it many times. <laughs> that was really part of the key. But like, like you said, I acknowledge that there's a lot of... It's really problematic, but it was also kind of fun to watch you guys playing and hollering and yelling at the screen... And, like, there were some unexpected wins and everything. And, yeah, it's a deeply broken, really crappy game. And it will probably fall off this list immediately. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think it's my new number one spot. So, right for that, now... For that ground pound on the futon memory. Oh, yeah. Very, my God. Yes. Seems like we're worthy of the number one spot. So, what so about my favorite Nintendo 64 game is Mario Party oh. 5 for the GameCube. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, sorry. That was yes. the right game. Yes. 
<laughs> so what, what do you think, Rosie? How does this compare to Fighter's Destiny and Fighter Destiny Well, too? you know, I think that this game has been played at more college parties and ha- good times had by all. You're right. That's uh, definitely I can't so. argue with that. And uh, for that reason alone, it's ahead of those two in my book. <laughs> those two games you've never played slash heard of. Yes, yes, yep. <laughs> Well, that is the show. I want to thank our guests for coming and thank you for uh, having uh, joining us, us today. Thank you. thank you guys for playing, and I hope we can have you all back to play 2 and 3, because uh, we got to keep this rivalry going. So uh, we have a website now. We're ultra64podcast.com. You can email us, ultra64podcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter, at Ultra64Podcast, you might be sensing a theme here. We are on SoundCloud, at Ultra64Podcast. We are all over the damn place. Uh, and hopefully by the time you're listening to this, we're on iTunes, because where else would you be getting this? So uh, please drop us a line. Let us know what you think of the show. Send us messages. Uh, keep an eye out on our Facebook page, Ultra64Podcast, to uh, keep an eye out for any uh, upcoming episodes or upcoming events or anything like that. Uh, is there anything else anybody has to plug? Anyone else uh, anything to say? Um, yeah, come see our live show. Yeah, yeah. Be a bunch of merch in our store. Yeah, yeah we have going on tour pretty soon. Yes. If Casper wants to send us free mattresses, sure. <laughs> we'll plug oh, I, thought, I, I was talking about some. Casper, like the friendly <laughs> ghost. ghost. I would um, love to have you're gonna, there's probably underwear Casper games sent me in the mail. Yeah, it's for Super Nintendo. Yes. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Sorry, Dan. We were talking about Casper the Friendly Ghost. Oh, I thought we were just talking about the the likely sponsors. So. Yeah, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Same that great yeah. sponsor. All right, well, thank you again so much for listening. Uh, tune in next week when we will be playing NBA Hangtime. Yes! Whoa! We'll be very excited about this one. It's one of his favorite games. I have yet to play it, so uh, this should be fun. So uh, until next time, my name is Steve Guntling. I'm Woody Siskowski. And uh, thank you again. Wait, who are our guests? To all of our guests. Uh, we're just nameless guests. Just nameless world. guests. You Please say your name. Oh, Rosie Crow, thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, Dan Reese, also thank you for having me. Cole Batiste, thanks for having me. <laughs> Anytime. And uh, we'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.